Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's program. It's going to be another fun one. So my buddy Jason Krill had the bright idea to kind of do a podcast takeover where he is the host and he's quarterback in the show and he's asking me the tough questions. And so we had part one of our Joe Rogan type long conversation yesterday Instead of having it be one long marathon of an episode, uh, we decided to um, make it into three episodes to, uh, you know, just share throughout the week. Uh, So a little more bite sized intake uh, for your consumption. If you enjoy listening to Jason, I chatted up. I mean, we talk about, you know, one moment we're talking about Bermuda versus Zoysia grass. Uh, Now we're talking about Julio Jones. Then we're talking about Equip Expo. Then we're back to talking about lawn mowing. I mean, it's it's uh, when Jason and I get together, we just we just chat life, man, and have a good old time. So he lives about well, the traffic depending on you know what time I leave Atlanta. It's it's usually about two and a half to three hours for me to uh, zip over to Trustville, Alabama, and hang out, with Jason. So I try to do it as frequently as possible. He's a great friend, and uh, iron sharpens iron. So he just he just encourages me to be a better man and um, to experience the fullness of what I was put on this earth for. So I love friends like that. And I think you'll enjoy hearing our conversation today. Thanks to the episode sponsor. That's our friends at Jobber. So Jobber is the CRM that I use to run my business. What that means is when I get a client, I put their information into Jobber. So name, address, email address, phone number, basic information. Now they are in my system. And so anytime I do a job for that customer, that work history is now compiled within Jobber. It makes everything easy to use because it's all in one place for me. And then, right, it's time to get paid. I send the invoice through Jobber to the customer and they can just directly pay me with a card through Jobber and I get those Awesome emails that says jobber invoice paid. I love that. It never gets old, Mr. Producer. I love getting those emails that my customer paid me. So I'm not out there, you know, opening the mailbox, saying a prayer, hoping that I get the check in the mail. Uh, I can see everything online when they open the invoice, when they paid the invoice. And then when there's reoccurring work, I could even put the customer's cards on file so that the date that we agree upon in writing, I can just charge the customer's uh, card that date. And uh, that makes it even easier, uh, especially if you have reoccurring work. So with Jobber, you can try it for 14 days for free by clicking on the link in today's show notes. And if you guys want to go ahead and make Jobber the CRM for your business, then you can actually save 20% off your first six months. Just head on over to getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul or Mr. Producer makes our life so easy, guys. In today's show description, show notes is the link to get started with a free trial for Jobber. So without further ado, 
I'm going to shift gears to guest of the Green Industry Podcast, and Jason Creole is going to be your host. Let's rock and roll. Uh, well, can you give us a little sneak peek of far as Paul Jameson 2022 and maybe in the 2023? Like, what's coming up? You going to the Quip Expo? Do you got any tours? You traveling the world? What What are you doing? Yeah, so uh, Equip Expo is coming up October 18th through 21. Uh, definitely planning on going there on Tuesday, October, whatever that day is. Uh, the Tuesday of that week, I plan to get into town. Um, uh, my boy Mitchell Gordy, big, big fan of yours, Jason. He'll, uh, <laughs> I like Mitchell. I know. I like him too. I remember he got so, well, he didn't get me. He was joking with me. But the first time I met him. I, you I, called we, him a police officer. I, he's said, a state I, tri- said, I said, aren't you a police officer or something like that? And, he, and he's like, and y'all just all started dying laughing and looking at me. Like I said something so offensive. Turned out he's a state trooper. I still don't know 100% what the difference is a police. I mean, you know, they all on the same team, aren't we? I, I, I guess they, they, they're funny about that. We have a lot of law enforcement listening right now. Some are laughing. Some are shaking their head. Uh, we got but probably one sitting out here on a motorcycle on my road ready to hit somebody for going 42 and a 35. Welcome to Sweet Home, Alabama. That's right. Got to so, pay so, for the... So Mitchell's hosting a dinner. It's at Murley's Whiskey Tavern, whatever the place is called. It's a little dinky place in downtown Louisville. I'm going to be podcasting there on Tuesday night. Um so I'm going to bring this same podcast board and bang out a couple episodes at Mitchell's event. Then on Wednesday, uh, and again, I don't have my dates in front of you. I think that's Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. Uh, we're, I'll, I'll, the show opens at noon. So I'll get there early and, and walk around. I'm going to be hustling. I'm going to be wheeling and dealing. I'm going to be going to these booths and being like, Hey, y'all want to sponsor the podcast? Like yeah. if y'all see me like walking fast and on a mission, stop by and say hi, but I'm, I'm working. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not a vacation for me because of the podcast. Now, um, I think, uh, Brian Fullerton and I are going to do a meetup at X marks booth Wednesday afternoon, maybe like 2 PM, but Brian's not the most schedule oriented thing, you know, say, so yeah. yeah, I think it's Friday. I think it's Wednesday. I, I, uh, I got to get more information from him, but I think it's Wednesday afternoon. So we'll do a meetup there. Uh, Wednesday night, I'll probably take it kind of easy uh, because Thursday's just crazy. At 8 a.m., we're going to do Influencer Live again. And uh, that's in the main ballroom. Kohler's sponsoring it. There's going to be breakfast, donuts. I think maybe brought some stuff. They're, they're going to have all kinds of stuff for us. And um, that's from 8 to 9.30. So we'll be doing podcasting live again. For, but this is grand. This is from the main ballroom. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And then Thursday night is the rally. Um, that's off campus, same place, uh, Copper and King's Distillery. Jason and I drove together there last year and helped start set it up and things like that. So that's on Thursday, October 20th. Uh, that's free. Uh, Naylor got sponsors, so everyone can have dinner. First, like 600 people get a good hot dinner. And then uh, Friday, I'm going to go walk the trade room show floor again and then um, uh, come back. As soon as they close, you know, I'll drive back to Atlanta. It's like six hour drive, but there's a lot of traffic in Nashville and Atlanta. So hopefully, you know, last year's anyway, I don't like traffic. Um, after that, I'm, I'll probably hopefully go to, um, the, the Launchpreneur Academy in Novi, Michigan. And, uh, that's all I think I have. Oh, I'm going, I'm going to Toro next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you can, you can say it, Jason. You can say what? What's there to say, Paul? Uh, Toro did not uh, 
then the left accident. I'm sure it was an accident, Paul. I'm sure it was a, a obvious omission. I'll get an apology letter, but so they left me off somehow the uh, invite list. But that's all right. That's no problem. You got them about. 45, at least, this is conservative, at least 45 million views. On, on my Instagram, I filmed Jason mowing a Toro lawnmower. And I'm, I'm telling you, one video had 10.7 million views, 111 million, 112.6. And then a bunch of other ones have millions or hundreds of thousands. And on a Toro lawnmower, hash, you know, it's so I thought a, they'd invite you. Well, that's fine. You know, I think it's for like 100 million views, I guess you get an invite. But it, it's it's a good lawnmower, and I, I'm still rocking it on my, I got four acres, I've cut a lot of grass, and um, it's been great. <coughs> Forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, and I'm going to Kubota as well, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, now, where are they based? Well, they have uh, their main, main places near Dallas, Texas, but they also have a humongous facility, humongous, in um, Gainesville, Georgia, home of Deshaun Watson. Oh, man. Why did you bring that guy up? Oh, thorn in my side. I'm, I'm a big Alabama fan. Deshaun just whooped us that one year. He, he's pretty good, you know, and he hopefully uh, hopefully he makes some good decisions in his future. So <laughs> playing for, for Cleveland. Uh, back on the Equip Expo, Paul, the, I know this year I saw this. It's Wednesday morning, the first ever 5K race. So – you you actually you left that out. What what um what, have you been training for that? No, sir. I, I've been <laughs> weight training, but cardio is uh something I got to improve on. So can you see a bunch of lawn care guys out there running the five k? I think man, if you finish that thing in about about an hour, you might bring home the trophy. Yeah, we'll see who we'll see who wins that. Now the reason I'm not going to that is because it's so much walking and energy to you know gets depleted so fast at equip formerly called the GIE expo. So I'm like, I got to save my energy, you know, for, for, uh, influencer live. There's another event on Thursday called energize at 2 PM in the main ballroom on Thursday. So with all those events, you're not going to see me out there running, but I think that's great. I got to get better at running. So that's the, you know, if it wasn't for all the events, you'd be right out there with those runners. I I would attempt. I'm, I'm, that's my, I got to get better at cardio. Yeah. Mr. Producer does cardio every morning, I think. Yeah. Well, maybe us eating a big old Mexican food lunch will help you with your your training program. I can't wait, man. There's this hole-in-the-wall restaurant Jason took me to the first time he was here. You mowed some lady's yard for free for a YouTube video, and she gave you a gift certificate to the place. Remember? Yeah, she did actually. But you you say hole? I think people think it's because it's in Alabama. Everything's a hole in the wall. Like we actually, it's it's right. It's in a shopping center right next to a Publix. You know, well, so it's not exactly <laughs> a hole in the wall. It's like Publix, that little hole in the wall grocery store Publix. You know. Well, uh, in Atlanta, the dining seems a little different. You know, I I I, I took um. SB Moen came to town. I took him out to dinner and you get the bill. It's 300 bucks. Oh, man. His bride's wife, too, but it's 100 bucks a pop. You know what I mean? But it's a nice place. You yeah. Know? So I'm in Atlanta, restaurants are a little different. Yeah. So in Alabama, I, I didn't mean to insult the natives here. No, I, that's I just, right. I, it's The point is, it's really good. We, yeah. we, you took me there. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's great food. And then Jeremiah and Savannah Jennings, we went there one time. And so I told Jason, I said, hey, you, you got me. You know, I got to add it up sometime. It's probably like 80 million views if I actually added it up. But 
All because of you, Jason. So no. I was like, at least I could do is buy you a taco, man. It wasn't all because of me. We were literally just cutting grass, and you happened to film it and put it on, and, and a lot of people watched it. So. And I, I honestly could have easily not posted that. I just I posted a video one day, and the next thing you know, I had 10 million views. I was like, what the world? And then, like, all my friends, hey, that guy you mow with, blah, blah, like, every, like, my brother, I was just talking to him last night, and I... I was like, I'm going down. Oh, is that that guy in your videos? Yeah. Yeah. People. Believe me, I've had people say, I saw you on uh, really? Instagram mowing. And, and, and people, just, I'm talking about like my wife's friends, these girls that don't care anything about grass cutting. There's like, I saw your husband mowing grass on a. Uh, on Instagram. Instagram, I was like, "Oh yeah, I bet, I, I bet you did." Who said that? One of your wife's friends? Yeah, just some wife. Yeah, not somebody that's like lawn care person by any means. They, you know, say, so I guess she maybe, said that maybe, to your Tracy or to you. Yeah, they'd say it to my wife, and and she'd tell me, she's like, "So and so friend, you know, has no connection to lawn care whatsoever." And they'd say, "I saw your husband mowing grass," you know, and I get that sometimes, you know, so. Anyway, I said, I know they Who'd did. That's on from? No, they don't get that from me. No, I get it from like occasionally somebody will say, you know, they don't know that we do YouTube videos or something. They'll say, my husband was looking up a backpack blower the other day and guess who he saw? And, and, and uh, anyway, stuff like that. Um, Hold on, I got to pause again. <laughs> what kind of host are you? <laughs> you got to keep it wrong. That's why you, it. don't you edit these things? They edit. It's, it's, it's raw. Yeah, it's raw. Real natural. Oh, that's, that we, got, we got a guest here. Well, I was making, uh, I was trying to make a point. Oh, I got, I, I remember my point here. On the Instagram and you, you know, you get and on YouTube and I'm, and on the podcast, the people leave comments on podcasts much. Well, the only way that I know that they can do it is... Uh, two ways through the whatever you listen to on like apple podcast for example you can leave a rating and review and so we get those and, and guys i read every single one of them and i'm so thankful for the feedback good bad or ugly it, it helps us so much so that's the main way and then other people can go on the website and send us feedback but it's not like instagram where people can actually leave a comment Okay. Well, you get a lot of comments, I'm sure, one way or another. People, Some people may be old enough, bold enough to say it right to your face. Some people email you, DM you on Instagram, YouTube, whatever. So people are letting you know, like, we think this is great. And then you get the ones that let you know how terrible it was. So, And, and that happens in lawn business, too. I mean, you know, you're going to have that customer that makes you their goal in life is to make you think that you're a terrible lawn care person, even though you got 99% uh, approval rate. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much. Worried that you won't make payroll. Or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Don't forget to grab your ticket to attend Equip Expo in Louisville, Kentucky this October 18th through 21st. Use my name, Paul, and you'll save 50% off. The Equip Exposition is the event of the year for those who work in our line of work. There is no better trade show to test before you invest in new products, innovations, and even ideas for your business. 
You can talk to the teams behind the most useful machines, products, and technology that we use daily, and then test drive them for yourself in the nearly 30-acre outdoor demo yard. With 25-plus education sessions, two nights of free concerts, and networking with thousands of pro landscapers, this show is the future of your business. Register at EquipExposition.com. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS TrackIt, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS TrackIt with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. So my question to you is, how do you take that? I mean, you, you said I'm appreciate the good, bad, and the ugly. I I guess I really don't appreciate the, the b- ugly. I, I appreciate a little constructive cr- criticism, but how do you handle that? Do you reply to them? And then- Heck no. Okay. Zero reply. Um, and I'm getting better at, at discerning the I'm, – I'm sniffing out the negativity faster and faster. So once I notice it's a rude, snarky, smart aleck, arrogant – comment i i know this is trouble it's going nowhere i can't help this person they, they they think they know it all and they're demeaning me because of and this is getting kind of deep jason but they're they're hurt and, and every single negative comment that has that vibe on it they're hurt now if somebody says hey man i love the show we had this comment back when we started hey man i love this show I just can't hear it because my mower is so loud and it's kind of low. The audio, do you think you can boost it a little bit? So that's, there's not a nasty spirit behind that. That's actually helpful feedback. So when I say the good, bad, and the ugly, it's things like that, or maybe the length of the show. Man, I, I love your show, Paul, but you're just getting into it and I wish it was longer. So, so feedback like that is actually, it's actually genuine. But I'm talking to the guy that he's, three years in business, not that I'm an all-star, I'm 12 years in business, but I just interviewed a guy named Steve Rack from Ohio who's 30 years in business. So I'm, I, I always stay humble because I'm like, dude, that guy knows a lot more than me about a lot of things in this industry. But you got some young hotshot, thinks he knows it all, and, and just coming to me like, you know, so, so I, I sniff that out. I do not reply because I can't help that person. They already think they know it all. And a lot of times I'll just block and delete them. Um, there's a lot of people I haven't blocked and delete yet, but they're one more comment away and, and they'll get blocked and deleted. So I've, um, I, when I say hundreds with a plural, I've blocked hundreds of people. As soon as you come at me that you're jealous probably, or 
um, envious and they, they wish they had, you know, 75,000 Instagram followers and a big pie. They, they, they wish they had that and they don't. So they just try to tear. It makes them feel better about themselves by tearing you down because they got hurt and they didn't deal with it. And so now they want you to hurt because they hurt. Yeah. And, and bro, you just need to get healed. Like you need to get whatever. I, I mean, I, I don't know what happened to you in the past, but you're pouring out that toxicity to others. If you got healed, then you'd be on fire for whatever passion God put you on this earth for. You wouldn't have time to leave a negative comment. You wouldn't even have time. Yeah. Most of the time I just delete them or block them too. And occasionally I will in a, be in a bad mood and I'll say something back to them <laughs> and that doesn't usually go well or it never goes well. Well, or I have, I've had a few success stories where somebody would be trolling and just put something on it and I'll actually <laughs> respond halfway kind and then, then they'll, it'll change their tone and they'll respond halfway kind. And, I, and I'll tell them, you know, hey, I, I respect you for, I know we disagree, but at least you responded respectfully. But uh, what would you say to like, let's say I've started my lawn business this year and I'm working hard and I'm just, you know, barely making it first year. And, and you got a customer that's doing you that way because they're not leaving it on Facebook and all that. But you got a customer that's like on you every time and, and you know, you're giving it what you got. And they're always complaining and nitpicking about two blades of grass you left on the back patio. Like, how do you, do, do, do you talk to them? Do you just move on? Because move, and I say that, I'm, I'm going to get your thoughts here, but you know, moving on is not always as easy either. Because when you fire people like that, they get all mad that you fired them. You know, yeah. they're all worked up. Oh, I got fired. And now, oh, who are you to fire me? You know, it's like, well, it seemed like you wanted me to fire you the way you were oh, acting. Oh, man. Anyway, what do you think? Well, it's difficult because my business strategy, this is for my business, is route density in a fancy country club in Atlanta. There's a, a pushing a thousand homes in this neighborhood. So there's one difficult customer that I fired, but then we kept coming every, you know, the next week we come up and we do, you know, we do seven yards right around. We do his neighbor's yard. We do the other neighbor's yard. We don't do him. So it definitely made it awkward for a few months because his wife would drive. Now his wife wasn't the issue, but his wife would, it was so awkward. She, she knew we fired her husband, right? So she's out playing tennis with her friends and she's driving in and she's waving, hey, Paul, how you guys doing today? It's just awkward because it's like, oh, we're doing good. You know, we're at their neighbors and the other neighbors, but not that property. So it's even more awkward when you have route density. But we have to get better at, at discerning up front. Is this person difficult? So what I like to do is I always ask them, what, what, what didn't go well with that previous company? Cause if they start, Oh, the other guys suck, blah, 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 blah. I'll ask them, well, what was it about them? And when they answer, I'm listening. Was it actually the long guy that was crazy or was it this person? Cause sometimes they'll tell on themselves. Yeah. And I had one, it slipped through my discernment. I had discernment like a butter knife on this one. And this person was complaining. They're like, Oh, this other company, blah, 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 blah. And I'm looking at their backyard and I'm thinking, I mean, this looks pretty nice to me. You know what I mean? I'm thinking that. And they're going, oh, I can't believe, you know, I'm not going to say the guy's name, but. Blah, 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 blah. So anyway, I hi they hired me. And the next thing you know, I was saying the same stuff about, I, I couldn't please them no matter what I did. They, they'd watch, they had um secu security cameras. And uh, <laughs> I hope they never hear this, man. Uh, <laughs> you want me to tell you what they did? Yeah, I don't we're, care. We're, we're, we're putting sod in. And so, um. We, we go and my buddy had a dump truck. So I, I actually gave him a daily rate to help me on the job. So he goes with this dump truck and he gets a screen topsoil um, to, to, to grade. The air is really bad. It, 
we had a skid steer out there, screen top soil, but what we really needed to do was, you know, fill in the land and, and grade it. And then what, what plan was, was bring in another load of, they have this uh, river sand golf course mix that we were going to put on top of that as like a top layer for the sod. It, it makes the sod do really well. And, the, and for you guys listening in Atlanta, I know the Georgia clay will take sod. Just we need this yard was fancy schmancy. They're paying a lot of money. <clears throat> so that's the process we did. So the, and I knew what we were doing, but the, the color of the first screen topsoil was different than the color of the river sand. And they each had their purpose. So this guy's at work watching us. And as soon as we dump off, unload from the truck, the, the second load of uh, river sand top dressing is what it's called, golf course mix. He calls me, hey, I noticed there's a different shade, a different color. You know, and he was, he was so, I mean, he, you know, almost wanted us to scoop it back and put it in the dump truck <laughs> and take it back. I was like, and he just would not listen to me. I was like, listen, this is, we're doing the right thing. Just trust me. Your yard's going to be, I think he had 11 pallets of Zoe's just side. Like, wait till tomorrow. You'll, you'll never know what's underneath there. We're doing it the right way. Hi, why is it a different color? You shouldn't have done it. Oh my gosh. So when you're in a job like that, you have to finish it. You know what I mean? So I just, I just dealt with them and I finished it. It looks incredible. It looks incredible to this day. Well, yeah, some people, I told you the story before about the guy that uh, he, he still, he wouldn't even get, he got out of his car. I came to spray his yard. I think the second time ever I did one treatment. And yard looks immaculate. looks like he trimmed his hedges three times a week. And he gets, you know, I'm on the curb about to spray the yard. And he just gets out of his car in the garage. He yells out there, you know, don't, don't spray. You ain't killing the weeds. I'm killing the weeds. And I, and I, I said, oh, really? You know, so anyway, he, he said, you want me to do any more treatments? He's like, no, go. Anyway, I'm still mad. I still remember where he lives. I don't go over there anymore. But they, had, he, I should have seen it coming from before because even when I gave him the original quote, the neighbor was telling me, like, good luck with that guy, you know. Cause. Now, now, I think what we're both saying is we miss the red flags. And I yeah. think a lot of times when you get a yellow flag or a red flag, you justify, oh, well, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. And so as I'm year one, two, and three, I gave everyone the benefit of the doubt and I got burnt way too much. Now, and I know, guys, you're, there's guys listening there way deeper in business than me. I'm only 12 years an entrepreneur. When I take those red flags, I, I, I slow down. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, wait a minute. Well, wait I, a minute. And back to higher prices, you know, we call them a pay, PETA, pain in the butt, uh-huh. pain in the, yeah. the A stands for something else. I remember We're that. Family friendly for sure. Give them even a higher price just in case the, yeah. the PETA, give them a, you know, a little 20% PETA action. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think on like your job, like sod job, you know, you, you don't really have a choice. You got to finish the job kind of deal. If it's like an ongoing customer for mowing or weed control, that sort of thing, you start sensing it, then you, you got to address it. Like, for instance, I had this lady, she'd been a customer maybe two years. And I started looking back at all the text messages she sent me in two years. And, and it's like, like literally every, almost every single application, you know, something that wasn't right. And, and, and so the other day she messaged me again and I'm thinking, are you serious? Is this another message from the same person? And so I, I, she says, how many more treatments are left for this year? And she asked me that last time, how many treatments are left for the year? I said, last time was three. And then she takes this. I said, now there's two. And you know, after this, there'll be one, you know, let's, <laughs> let's just uh, go ahead. And so this time, I mean, I'm just kind of like, and we're texting, you know, and I've talked to her on the phone. I've talked to her in person. I've texted her. And so this time she says, how many treatments left in a year? And I forget what else she said. I said, there's only two left in a year, but it's, I said, it's, it's ongoing. There's no 
annual contract. I said, you're, you're welcome to cancel at any time uh, if you feel like somebody else could do a better job. Because like I said, this is about the 10th message. I get. And not always negative. I mean, one time it's like, we paid for fire ant control and we still got ants. And so I, I, I said, I tell you what, your, your fire ant control, I'll refund you that money for your fire ant control, but I, I said, I'm no longer doing your ants. You're, you're on your own for ants, you know, because I'm like, I'd already been out there and put some more ant stuff. I mean, when you put fire ant bait out there, it's not like you'll never see an ant again forever. I mean, but it, it definitely helps. So anyway, I just, she sent me, said the day, and I, and I said, because I'm, I'm getting my point is that sometimes you can misread them. And I, I left her that. I said, you, you have, the door's open for you to leave. You think somebody can do a better job? She replied back. She said, do you not want us anymore as a customer? And I replied back, I said, well, it seems that I've had a difficult time pleasing you. And so I was just giving you the freedom to walk away and letting you know there is no contract. You're welcome to leave. There's a lot of qualified people in this town. And she replied back and said, uh, no, we, we think you're doing a great job. You know, I'm just and so I think sometimes even doing that, you you sort of stand your ground a little bit and let them know like I'm not holding on to you very tightly and I'm I'm very comfortable letting you go then you might uh they might back off a little bit and quit bugging you so much because at some point you know I'm like I, I listen I can't uh, it's just annoying I mean if 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 all those messages if one out of five was something affirming that you're doing a great job you know I had to basically tell her you can walk away before she said anything positive about it so anyway it's just I think you got to stand your ground sometimes because it's not like you can't deal with that but it's just annoying <laughs> yeah well let me ask can I ask you a question yeah go ahead what do you think about high volume because you what you're doing is dealing with a lot of customers what I'd you know suggest that I'm not saying what you're doing is wrong high yeah. volume yeah but I like I'll use Andy Boulder as an example. He he has this one yard. I don't know if you've seen it. He's building a dying the way he's building back there. He look like he builds like these giant waterfalls and all. I mean, he's yeah, like that. He started that customer shortly after our trip from Florida. Yeah, and he's still working on it. So he's dealing with one customer literally for like five or six months. One customer. What you're doing is you have hundreds of customers, yeah. don't you? So yeah, how, how did for me, I like I like smaller, better, you know, big, big, big money, but sm- fewer customers. Well, what do you think about higher volume, what you're doing? Well, see, I had a guy a long time ago, an older guy. He had sold a business in a different industry, made a lot of money, and he, he made that same point. He said, I like less customers for higher money because it's just less people to deal with. I mean, I think there's pros and cons to it. The, the other side of the coin is if I lose a customer, it's like, who cares? I mean, I mean, I, I'm not meaning that literally. I do care about each each customer, some a little bit more than others, but uh, but I don't want to lose any customers what I'm getting at. But um, if I lose one from a revenue standpoint, it's a minuscule percentage. It really doesn't make hardly any difference. Where if you've got 10 customers that you that pay you, you know, $40,000 each and you lose one, you just lost 10% of your, your business. So, but I mean, I think what I do in the weed control and all that, even mowing, I mean, hopefully it's not like what the Andy Mulder's doing. I mean, that person is going to be a lot of interaction and they're going to want it right because I'm sure it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. But when you're spraying somebody's yard and it's like 
$400 a year or something. I mean, that, that comes with a limit on how many complaints you get. <laughs> you know, it's like, so I mean, really with hundreds of customers, uh, you can go a long time and have very little interaction with them. So I, I don't think it's a big deal. And it's, to me, it is a, it's about volume and just more and more. It's just grass to me. So I don't, I don't look at it as bad deal, but yeah, interacting with the customers, I mean, it's part of it, obviously, but for most, I don't want to have too much interaction, to be honest with you. I just want to do the work and move on. And long, if I don't hear from them, I take that as everything's going great. Yeah, that's great. And if they fire me out of the blue, it's fine. But I'm like, you know, I can't send – I'm not going to send out a text survey after each month and how, hey, let me let you know how – Yeah. please let me know. I think you're just asking for complaints and callbacks and all that. And it's like, listen, we do – most people are really happy with us, and then some people we're, we're not able to please, and that's okay. We still give each other a hug. You know, it is awkward when you like I live. You talked about uh, driving by that person's house and in the same neighborhood. Like I live in a, a fairly small town, yeah. so you're going to run into people at the grocery store, oh, man. and then sometimes it don't always go well when you end the conversation. So I had this guy this year. I did. I think one. I think maybe two treatments. Okay, older guy. He liked to talk, and, I, and he fired me. Now I went to his yard. So I already fired me. He did have a lot of weeds, and everybody was a weed that if I would have done the fall application, he probably would not have had. And yeah, but customers don't understand that. And some other company did the fall application, probably use a cheaper product and all that. So, and, and the weed he had, I could have fixed it so easily. But this way he called me up and was just rude about it. I, I just, I said, well, I, I just do like, I, I give him a very quick option to leave. I said, you know what? Uh, he had already paid for the whole year. You know, I said, uh, and so he texted me with a, a very, uh, not kind way to say that I've got some weeds in my yard and I texted him right back and said, I'd be happy to give you a refund for the rest of the year um, for any remaining treatment. And, and it was over just like that. And anyway, but point being, I've seen him a couple times in the grocery store oh, and he, uh, I'm pretty sure he recognized because he's one of them. He liked to call me in his basement and show me his pictures on the wall and tell, I mean, he talked to me and talked to me and now he sees me at the grocery store and he, he just pretends like I don't he exist. Yeah. Wow. I was like, well, I, and that's fine. You know, that happens sometimes. Um. <laughs> well, guys, I hope you are enjoying hanging out with Jason as much as I am. He's just, uh, his personality is uh, one of a kind. He's he's very, very funny, just organically and naturally, and uh, just enjoy hanging out with Jason. So believe it or not, we'll have a part three lined up for you tomorrow. All you got to do is smash that follow button and turn on the bell for notifications in your podcast app. And then when the new episode drops, you will know and you can enjoy uh, Jason's just uh, expertise, humor. He's, he's got it all in one package. So really enjoy hanging out with uh, Jason. He's starting on Instagram too to crank out some videos. So uh, give him a little follow over there. I think his handle, you can just type in Jason Creel. It should pop up. I think his actual handle is like Lawn Care Life, something like that. So uh, we are making a bunch of videos. Um, some of them are intended to be funny. Um, some of them are serious. It's just, it's just a mix and match. So we're having a great time um, over there on Instagram as well. Well, guys, I've been um, saying this for a while and inevitably It'll fall on uh, deaf ears to hundreds and hundreds that you'll see in this big old line when you get to the Equip Expo who will pay full price for their registration and the wait in a long line. What you want to do is avoid that wait and save money. That's right. Save a lot of money. 
I believe it's $80 to register for Equip Expo if you wait till the week of the show. But you don't have to be uh, paying $80. You can pay much less than that um, by registering earlier. So the earlier you register, the more you save. If you can register before September 9th, 2022, and use promo code Paul, you'll actually double dip on your savings and register for only $10. Then after September 9th, the, the registration price goes up to 40 bucks. But you can still use promo code Paul and save yourself an additional 50% off and, and register for 20 bucks. So 10 or 20 bucks is better than 80 bucks. And uh, I'm always trying to save money and be as frugal as possible. That's why I'm drinking this black coffee I made from home, Mr. Producer. I ain't paying no three bucks. 309. I got a cup of coffee at Dunkin' Donuts the other day. It's $3.09. I was like, you kidding me? No thanks. I'm, I, I like saving money. So. Uh, you can save yourself some money by registering for the Equip Expo ahead of time. And to do so, just click on the link in today's show notes, show description. And what that means when we say show notes or show description, if you're listening in Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you just scroll a little bit, you'll see it move into the show description show notes page. And Mr. Producer puts hyperlinks in there. So what that means is you click on the little hyperlink and it will take you directly to the Equip Expositions registration form. So you, you just go straight directly to where you need to go. And uh, we have those hyperlinks for, for getjobber.com forward slash Paul, for the Equip Exposition registration, for our resource center at podcast.com for the Landscaping Bookkeeper, anything you hear about in the show, those links are down in the show notes. So you can, with one click of the button, get to where you need to go very conveniently. So uh, if you have not already registered for Equip Expo, Click on that link in the episode notes, get registered, bring your hoodie, bring your tennis shoes, and we will see you, Louisville, Kentucky. Can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for listening, guys. Smash that follow button. Hope to catch you on the next episode of the Green Street Podcast. We have one more with Jason. Uh, Mr. Producer will probably be dropping that later this week, so stay tuned. Thanks for listening. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.